Okay, one page, Kuf Pei Aleph, 181, and we've just been speaking about how basically most of the Kubalim, their opinion is that Shema Vaye is relevant to apply even to radiant safe to the infinite energy of Hashem, which is above Atzilus. And we were saying that Shema the second explanation, is referring to a level which is above, above Havaya of Atzilus. So now we see that no, most Mukabalim say that Hashem Havaya can even apply to above, above the radiant safe, the infinite energy of Hashem above Atzilus. As it's known, there's two levels in Shem Avaya, and Avaya the Vasata is always, is basically um, in Atsilis, and Avaya de Leila is above Atsilis. <coughs> like the Zera says, anytime there's two Shem Avaya in the Pasuk, in one Pasuk, one is for Zah, which is basically Atsilis, and one is for Atik, which is totally Natak, removed from Seder Shtalshalis, and therefore refers to even a, or you can say, if the infinite energy of Hashem above Atsilis. And then he says, the Pirkei Debelezer says, before the world was created, there was him and his name. Before the world was created, obviously refers to before the creation even of Atzilis, and there was his name, and that's referring to Shem Avayet. And that's referring to the, even in Shem Avayet, applies to the Aryan Slave before the Timsim, before the initial concealment of the infinite energy to allow for a creation of worlds. Um, and then we created, we quoted different uh, Kabbalistic opinions, the Guinness Egois, that, that Shem Avayet refers to even the essential, the infinite essence of Hashem, which is higher than even the infinite energy of Hashem before the Timtum, the actual essence of Hashem. Um, the Shalal says in the name of the Gidas Egois that this is referring to the actual Shem of Atmos. It's not just a level which is relating to the more external level, just the letters, but rather to the true essence of Hashem. But the Shalal himself says that this is only relating to the Shem of can be applied above Atzilus, but to the Aloysa Rotzain, to Hashem's initial um, desire for creation but not above the Ratzin. And Pelach says the same thing. Um, someone who is not satisfied with the, the Pardes' opinion, that it was only the Shemavai only relates to the Etzim of Atzilus, just to the Oyer of Atzilus, being that the, the emanations in the world of Atzilus, the spheres of Atzilus are Mechudoshim, they're new creations, so to say. <clears throat> so you can't apply a Shemavai to a creation, it's obviously referring to the Creator. So, therefore, Shemavai must be referring to the Alei Sarat and Hashem's desire for creation. Um, and in our mind, the Kavana is Hashem Shabbat Eidin Seif. The name of Hashem, the name of Vaya, which is relating to the Eidin Seif, the infinite energy of Hashem, which is not the infinite essence of Hashem, but still the infinite revelation of Him. Um, and it's above Atzilus, because Atzilus is something which is Nishadish, something which is a new entity. It's a Gili, it's a revelation of Godliness which came after the Tzimtzum, therefore it must be a Nishadish to it. Even though, so the Chiddush aspect of Atzilus is more related to the Kalim, and the, the Gilead Helam aspect is to the Oyer. Um, so then we, in the beginning of the page, Kufay Aleph said that it's impossible to say that Shemavaya is only an Atzilus. Therefore, the, um, the Shalom explained that Shemoy HaGodl, his great name, Shemavaya refers to in the Ratzin, in the, the will of Hashem, the Sha'alab Ritzin, in the Sparach Lahaitzel, and arose in Hashem's will. To emanate the world of Atzilus, four lines at the top of Ha'inyanu. So to explain this idea more, how Hashem Avaya relates to even above Atzilus into the Rotzin of Hashem. The Oisies of Hashem Avaya is the same root as the idea of Mahava to create. Havaya Lashem Mahava comes to the same etymological root as to to bring it to existence. So according to that, what is Havaya? This Hashem Avaya referred to. 
the level of godliness which creates, which brings into existence. That refers to the energy of Hashem, which, is, which has a relationship to worlds, which creates worlds. The energy of Hashem, which is the source for worlds, the source for their bringing them, to, bringing them into being and to enlivening them. And this level, which is the source for creating worlds, was totally included and absorbed within the essence of Hashem even before it came out into a revealed state to be an actual source for worlds. It originally was existing within Hashem's very essence in a potential state, totally absorbed in that essence. But even how that that divine energy, which eventually will be source for creation, how it is totally absorbed within the essence of Hashem, included within Hashem's essence, it's still within the essence is totally, totally incomparable to Hashem's true essence. Even though it's already within his essence, it's kolobatz mostly, but still in arich to the essence. Kameshis bar b'teiru eir the maskal b'sumi puraya durishabeis, as explained in teiru eir the maimer entitled l'b'suri b'puraya to become intoxicated on purim. The second maimer, and with that titled v'zela shayne. And now the rabbi shab quote quotes for the next like six lines of this maimer. The kvarn is barley ale. We already explained before the b'chinas malay v'sevi hurak ha'orul levav menas borich that the two oires giluim from Hashem called the malay and sevi. The light of Hashem, which is limited and contracted and fills each creation according to its capacity, its characteristics. And the Seviv Kolam, the infinite revelation of Hashem, which transcends their, the Kalim, the, and therefore is not able to be sensed by the creations. Both of these revelations from Hashem are just a Ha'ar Levav, an external um, ray of godliness, diminished divine ray of Hashem. But the essence, the true essence of Hashem, is totally not within the realm of worlds at all. Not even in the realm of being called a seviv, encompassing worlds or filling worlds, meaning the true essence of Hashem is not even this revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, because that's still just a, a external revelation from Hashem. Even though it's an infinite, unlimited revelation, therefore is not able to be sensed by worlds, the limited worlds, but still it's just a revelation which already has a seer, like I explained earlier, which is not truly infinite, not truly unbounded. So the true essence of Hashem is not in the realm of worlds at all, not even in the realm of, of relating him to relating to worlds in a sevivdika way, in a encompassing, in an above way. is the famous line from Because this is not the main aspect of godliness, the fact that the worlds are created from him and receive their, their divine energy from him. That is not the main essence of godliness meaning the level of godliness which relates to the worlds or creates worlds and gives them life, is not the main essence of Hashem. Because Hashem and His true essence existed before the worlds were created. And even after the worlds were created, He is totally the same, without any change. So there is a level of divinity which totally transcends having any relationship to worlds. And therefore it's not the Iker Lekus, not the main aspect, the main core of godliness. Even if Hashem would not have created worlds, Everything would have been totally equal before him. Doesn't matter if the worlds exist or they don't exist. Hashem totally transcends all of creation and all of any existence, and therefore is totally equal before him. So the fact that Hashem does enliven worlds and bring them into existence, it's only an external ray of godliness and a diminished, contracted ray of godliness, and not the, the true essence of Hashem. And this is the end of the quote from the Mimer of, of Teda Eir Nimsa. So we can conclude from this quote. The fact where Hashem is called, or divinity is called, encompassing all the worlds, the infinite revelation of Hashem, or filling all the worlds, the finite, uh, limited revelation, contracted revelation of godliness, 
which are two levels of godliness which bring the worlds into being and enliven worlds. It's totally has no importance whatsoever compared to Hashem's true essence, His true core and essence. Sha'in together which that essence is totally not within the realm of worlds at all, has no shaykhis to worlds, not even a far shaykhis, a seviv, a you know, a, a distant shaykhis like Seviv Kulamin. And even though Seviv Kulamin is solely above worlds and can't be appreciated by them, that's why they're called it's called Seviv, it encompasses, it's above their appreciation, above their feeling. But still, it's called Seviv Kol Olmin. Its whole purpose is to enliven, to bring into be, to bring worlds into being. So therefore, it's 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 Seviv Kol Olmin. It relates to worlds, whereas the Shem's true essence has no relationship to worlds whatsoever. And therefore, before creation, after creation, he's totally unfazed, unchanged by that creation. But from his essence, there was drawn down this external ray, which in order to be the source for creation, meaning this ray which ends up being the infinite revelation of Godliness and the finite revelation, save even Malik. Obviously, Hashem is, Hashem in his very essence is the source for everything. Um, everything comes from him. Every revelation of divinity has to have stemmed from, have flown from that essence. And this is the idea of Shem Havaya, which, as we said before, is the level of divinity which has become a source for the world, source for creation and enlivening worlds. Yud So the first letters of Havaya, Yud and the Yud and the He, which are always the higher the higher aspect of the Shem Havaya, that is referring to Shem Havaya, the infinite revelation of Hashem which transcends worlds. And like it says, So, this verse, the hidden, the hidden things are to Hashem our God, and the revealed things are to us and to our children. So, the hidden things are to Hashem, that's referring to, like the Zara says, the Yudke, the first letters of Hashem which are hidden from creation. That's referring to the, the, the infinite revelation of Hashem, which is hidden and above the appreciation of the limited um, creations. And this, the second part of the verse, which says, Viha is the first two letters, Vihaniglis is Vovke. The last two letters of Shem of Hashem are Vihaniglis. They are revealed to us, and that's referring to Vovke, Vichinas, Malikolomcho. That refers to the level of divinity, which is contracted, limited, and it relates to each creation according to its capacity. Therefore, it's Vihaniglis. It's revealed to us. So Shem of Ayah relates to basically the levels of Sevikolom and Malikolom, which are the revelations of Hashem, not the Shem's true essence. But even to save the Kolomim, which is a level of divinity which totally transcends the chain of creation. And this is what it means that this this is the these these levels of Seviv and Mamale, which are Havaya, which are saying relate to Havaya, which is Loshan Mahava to create worlds, are begethered all they're still within the realm of worlds. Meaning to say that he should be in encompassing all worlds, filling all worlds, this is his name. Um so his name, which is just an external, everything, always a name, is just the external aspect of the person, how he relates to the outside world. The person doesn't need a name in and of himself. If he was by himself, he wouldn't need a name. It's just for others to call him by his name. So too, that name of Hashem is just a level of divinity which relates to the outside world, which relates to creation, basically. So what it means that Hashem, this idea of being begethered omin in the realm of worlds is even the level of sevikon. Basically, any level of divinity, which is a revelation, which is a source for creation, which is even Sevikolom, and that is just his name. But his true essence and his true core and essence is not within the realm of, of worlds at all. It's just as if he didn't even create worlds. And that, from that perspective, that true essence, it totally transcends creation to extent where 
he doesn't relate to worlds at all, not even in a distant um, way like Sevi Kolam does. From that perspective, there is no Almin at all. There, it's as if they didn't exist. It's as if they were never created. Um, and Sevi Kolam is not, even though all the worlds are equal by Sevi, but he's still his whole purpose of, of this revelation of divinity is to enliven, to bring the worlds into being. As it's explained in other places, that the true Iker Chayas Elamis comes from Seviv. It's just the infinite revelation which has the ability to bring Yesh so behold, being that these two levels of revelations of divinity, the infinite revelation of Seviv and the finite revelation of Imale, are all drawn down from Hashem's true essence. That even before it was drawn down, this external revelation of godliness, this external ray of godliness from Hashem's essence, to, in order to be the source for creation, which is to be these revelations of Sevich So we have to say that this external ray, which is the source of creation, <coughs> which is termed, which is called Shemavaya, was still was used to be, meaning before it was actually extended from Hashem's essence, was totally included, absorbed within that essence. And within that essence, in general, we call that the Hashem's power, Hashem's ability, the potential to be at a level of a source for creation. The potential for these two divine energies of Seviv and Mimale. That is when that is what you when, when you say that these levels were kol, this ha'ara, this external ray of godliness was kol it was included within Hashem's essence. That is the koyach his potential to have these two levels of divinity to be source for creation. Even though that Hashem is true essence is not within the realm of the worlds at all, has no relationship to worlds at all. It's as if, it's as if they don't exist before Him, they were never created. But as like the Gemara says, always within 200 is 100. And within within myriads of hundreds of millions, there's always a hundred too. And that's the relating more to like the idea here. It's Hashem's true essence is even above Ribirvovis, hundreds of millions. Um, so obviously the these external diminished rays of godliness, these revelations of godliness, Savior of Male, they must be Kalamasayamana, they must be with in, included within that 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 essence. <coughs> Hashem in his true essence, infinite essence, includes those two. And potentially the power, he includes the potential for those two revelations of divinity. Nevertheless, how these how this external ray of godness is included within Hashem's true essence, still has no comparison to his true essence. Don't think just because these levels are included within that essence, all of a sudden they have a relationship, they have a closeness to the essence. They are totally, even even on their higher state, how they are totally absorbed in that essence, are incomparable. <coughs> have no comparison whatsoever to that essence. Obviously, after they are extended from that essence and become the, their own existences with their own seer, and they actually become Seviv and Mamale, they're totally incomparable to Hashem's essence. But even how they are within their sublime state, being included in that, in that essence, are still totally nothing compared to the essence. I mean, Take, for example, Meishu Rabbeinu Alav HaShalim, Shahayim Mivcharmin Anushi. Meishu Rabbeinu, our teacher, Alav HaShalim, that he was the most choicest of the human race, the highest level a human can be. To the extent which it says concerning Meishu, that he was Tachsireyu, he was missing a little bit from being an Alikim, meaning he was a little bit less than almost being like an angel. So the highest level in the human the human being can be. 
But in Dorim, but in the sages say in the Gemara in the Dorim, page thirty-eight, side one, Hashem only rests His divine presence on a a strong, a mighty person, an onav, a humble person, a wise person, a rich person, and all these things we learned from Moshe, that he was all, he had all of these characteristics, and therefore Hashem rested His divine presence, revealed Himself within Him. And the fact that Moshe was a mighty, strong person physically, which is, this is a, a good quality when it comes to the actual physical power, the physical vitality. has no comparison whatsoever to him being a chacham, to him being a wise person. Because comparing a physical strength, the quality of physical strength to the quality of true wisdom is obviously no comparison whatsoever. And all the more so comparing his physical strength to his quality of being a prophet, the highest level prophet there ever was. Like the sages say that from his bottom half, he was a man, and from his top half, he was an elikim. He was a, a god, so to say, an angel. He was godly, a godly person. The, the, the height, the, the quality of his prophecy was so much, it was almost at the level of an angel. So comparing that level of his prophecy just to his level of being a giber, uh, physically strong, is no comparison at all. As if, like when a person you praise a very, very amazing sage, you say, wow, he's such an amazing sage, he's so smart, but instead of praising his smartness, you're praising him that he has the ability to draw very well. You're missing the whole point here. You're not, it's nothing compared to who he, his, his true mile. But still, after all this, even these smaller kaychis, whether it means the kaych of, of um, gibur, Moshe had this, this ability to be his physical strength, or this koyach of the, the chacham, his, his ability to draw, even though they're nothing, almost non existent compared to their true maila of his nevuah, Moshe's nevuah, or this chacham, his true chachma, uh, they have almost no importance compared to that. But still, even these smaller koyaches, these smaller abilities are still included within the wise person, within Moshe. Um, they still have these potentials for these things, even though to praise them that this is their main quality, obviously, is it's not is not you're you're totally missing out their true essence. And so too, we can apply this now above to Hashem. The idea of before the world creation of the world, so it was just Him and His name alone. His name referring to Hashem Avaya, but the source, meaning the Ha'ara, the external ray, which becomes the source for creation, which ends up becoming the Savior called Malikulam. But how it is included within Atmusa, within his essence. Uh, compared to Hashem's true essence, which is no relationship to worlds, not the realm, not within the realm of worlds at all. The fact that there is included within his true essence, this external ray, meaning this ability, this potential to have a relationship with worlds, the idea of his name, Hashem Avaya, Hashem Avaya. Meaning, the, the ability that he has, the potential, the ability to bring worlds into being, to bring creations into being, and to enliven them in a way of saving Kolim Malikolim, to re- reveal from himself these revelations of godliness, which are the infinite relation, the finite revelation. This is nothing, has no importance whatsoever compared to his true essence. So, there was him and his name alone before the world was created, meaning his name, Shemavaya. The source for creation was included within him, but compared to his true essence, which has no relationship to worlds, this 
this level of godliness, which is the name of Hashem, the Hashem of Ayah, meaning the fact that Hashem has the ability to relate to worlds, is nothing compared to Hashem's true essence. That's why it's just called his name, which I said earlier, just like a person's name has no comparison to his true essence and his true being. You cannot know about the person just from his name. Two people might have the same name and be totally different people. And just like the idea of a name is totally external, it's not for the person himself, it's just so other people can relate to you and call you by your name. So too, this is this levels of divinity, of the source of new creation, which is the Mali Kolm, Sevi Kolm, even how they're included, Kol in Hashem's essence, are totally nothing, are just still called a name, an external um, diminished revelation of godliness and have no comparison, no worth whatsoever compared to his essence. Um, but nevertheless, there still is included within Hashem this power, this ability to bring all beings into, into existence and to enliven them through the powers of Seviv, the infinite energy, and Mamali, the finite divine energy, which seemingly, every time we're talking about this here, we're using two terms of Lahavis, Lahachis. Lahavis means to bring into being from nothing to something, which usually relate to Seviv Kolamin, the infinite energy of Hashem, which has the ability to bring into something, to create something from total nothing, because it's Savior, it's a infinite revelation of godliness and has no limitations, therefore could even take from nothing and make something out of it. And Lahaches, to enliven, implies Chayas Panimi, a internal vitality, which after these entities were created, then they have to be vitalized every moment. And that is the idea of Malachlam. So according to this, so according to this, we can say that even the shame of Ayah, the name of Ayah, even relates to before Hashem's initial desire for creation. Even in the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem, the level of godliness which has no relationship to worlds whatsoever. Because we're saying that this level of shame of Ayah is even before the world was created, was 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 included within Hashem's essence, and that's just His ability, His potential the potential that Hashem in His essence has to be source, be a source for creation, to extend out from Himself levels of divinity which can be a source for creation. So you see that the Shem of Ayah is, is not only in a, a level of Ratzin, which Ratzin is already a level, a, a limited level, which is already outside of Hashem's essence, now relating to creation. Um, whereas here we're saying that these are levels which are still called, the Skal is totally included, absorbed within Hashem's essence. So the Shem of Ayah is even the inner core essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is not any shaykh to the world whatsoever, because just like Hashem's true essence is no shaykh to the world, so too, these levels of divinity, how they're included within that, in that, within that essence, also have no shaykh to the world. It's known. The level over Hashem's arose in Hashem's will to create worlds, to be source for creation. And the infinite energy of Hashem, which is above Hashem's will for creation, which this is the level, this is the level of divinity which has no relation to worlds, the level of In general, these are the root and the source for these two levels of divinity of the Mamalikolam, the light of God, the infinite, the finite light, divinity, uh, divinity, level of divinity which is enclosed into each creation according to its capacity, and the Seviv, the level of the infinite revelation of Hashem which is above creation, above being sensed by creation and revealed in creation. So the Eidin Seif, so the Aratzin of Hashem, Hashem's desire for creation, that's the source for the lower level, for the finite revelation of divinity. And the Eidin Seif, the Maile Meleitz Aratzin, the infinite energy of Hashem before, which is higher than Hashem's desire for creation, that's the source for Seviv Kolom. The Kubish Zibar, the Maskal Nalz, explained the aforementioned Maimer of um, 
But according to what just explained, both these levels are included within Shemavaya. Both these levels are included within Shemavaya, both, both the um, Seviv and the Mamali, which and also the source of Seviv and Mamali, the Arlei Sarotzin, and the Aiden Seviv and the Mailam Arlei Sarotzin are both included in Shemavaya, because Shemavaya, we said, is referring to both uh, Seviv and Mali. The Pchines Yudke, the first two letters of Shemavaya, who Pchines Seviv Kolom, that refers to the hidden aspect of godliness, and that is the higher level of Shemavaya, Seviv Kolom. Vavke, Pchines Malikolom, and the Vavke is the lower, the Vihan Niglis, the revealed aspect of Shemavaya, is the, the source for Malikolom, the aspect of the enemy which comes revealed in creation. I'm not sure if this is a Chag Shavuiz, Jason Hay, see what it says in that Mimer in Tafrishan and Hay. Oi, so these two levels are included within Shemavaya. Even though Eden Seyush the Mailam Yalei Sarotzin and the Yalei Sarotzin, which are the source for Mailam and Seyush. O Yishleimar, or we could say she Hain Beis Shemois Havaya. Or we could say that these are the two levels within Shemavaya, not with not just within the two letters, the, the four letters of Shemavaya, each one referring to the Yudke, referring to the source of Seyush, the Vavke, first the source of Mamali. Or you could say that it's the two levels, like we said earlier, of Shemavaya, Kumoi Shemavaya de la Sata, Shemavaya de Leilich, the lower level of Shemavaya. Is the source for Mali and the higher level of is the source for Shemavai. So if we, if so, we see we conclude from this that it's relevant. It's, you can talk about the idea of Shemavaya, even in the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem before the initial divine contraction, which is the um, source for Shemavai. And this will be called the Shemavai, the essential name. Which is the revelation of Hashem's essence of the true infinite essence of Hashem. What is the revelation of that essence? These two ha'aris, this ha'ara within Hashem, which is called within Hashem, which is the source for Seviv Mali. Not the obviously not the true essence of Hashem, which can't be called by any name, um, but Shema Etzim, Shema Vaya, referring even to the Pnimis of the the inner core essence, the inner. Um, Vitality of the, in, the infinite energy of Hashem before the Tzimtzum, which is the source for Seviv Kolam, and that is called, and that is a revelation, an external revelation from Hashem's true essence. Kamoyish's Bar, Bukhamadukhti, Ba'irich, has explained in many other places at length. We'll stop there at three lines from the top of Kuf Pei Beis.